Five, four, three, two, one. This is flashback. Now, here comes the music. Something more befitting a man of your education. Get the situation under control, gentlemen. And now, from an undisclosed location, for good reason, it's the Midlife Crisis Show, starring Elliot Kleiner and Peter Applebaum, recorded live and unscripted, but then carefully edited. Okay, a new episode of the Midlife Crisis Show. Welcome back. I say that with all the confidence of thinking that our listeners are regular. Which is part of being middle-aged. If you're regular or irregular, there are solutions for you on this show. I said it better the first time. <laughs> yeah, dementia, early onset. Actually, not so early, but that's another episode, ladies and gentlemen, because this episode is all about doing the things that you really shouldn't be doing at your age. The list is so long. Very long. But we've forgotten half of it. I wear Chuck Taylors. I don't even know what a Chuck Taylor is. That in itself indicates that we are not demographic appropriate to the product. We're not age or demographic appropriate. What is appropriate for a middle-aged man, Elliot? Moccasins or Ugg boots, I would think. Uh, something that you can shuffle around the nursing home in. Slippers, dressing gown. Slippers. Hot chocolate with two marshmallows. Forget one, two marshmallows in them. You wear them? The, the shoals well, sort of masseur sandals. They're soft. Things, yeah. And hush puppies. Hush. That's age appropriate, but I don't wear them. I wear skinny Levi's T-shirts with uh, inappropriate. Does does wearing skinny Levi's make you feel skinny? No, but it holds it in. You realise it comes out in other places. Yeah, but I've got T-shirts that are extra large to help cover the muffin topping from from my Levi's. It's actually called muffin toppage. Muffin toppage. Yes, exactly. Uh, I stand. But if you wear a girdle. Muffin toppage. So if you had skinny Levi's and you wore a girdle, which I've never done, but if you think about it, because we're brainstorming here. Thanks for that mental image, just yeah. by the and way. Don't put me in that, because I'm not the one that wears skinny Levi's, because I'm not body. It's a little bit different like, to slightly. girdles. But okay, if you had a girdle and Does anybody skinny... in Generation Y know what a girdle is? Let's go elsewhere. Well, no one from Generation Y is going to be listening to such a silly show like this. Or they're going to think it's silly. Or as my son would say, that little show that you were doing. Condescension, much? Rude as that is, it's yeah. accurate. It is. That's even more offensive. Please get back to girdles. I'm Girdle, dying, I'm girdles dying. and skinny Levi's. Girdles and skinny Levi's. Okay, so if you're going to wear skinny Levi's and you're kind of over 35, and unless you're cut like, say, me, <laughs> I don't know why you're laughing. I just don't get it. Why are you laughing? That's an inappropriate laugh. Anyway, moving on. He used the word me and cut in the same sentence. <laughs> You cut me to the quick. You hurt me, you bastard. Okay, so getting back to the important subject at hand, girdles and skinny Levi's. So if you're wearing a girdle and you're wearing skinny Levi's, where does your fat go? It muffin tops. You keep going on about muffin tops. You You ask the question. Okay, well, maybe it comes out in your breastal area. Yeah, well, in the armpits. Well, maybe the solution is not to wear a girdle. I told you, Elliot, you should not wear girdles. I keep telling you. I just want to qualify that I've never, ever touched a girdle, let alone tried to slip my muffin top into one. Do you know when you're wearing black tie and you have to wear, back in the old days, back in the old days, 
and you had cummerbunds. Yes, that was a great way to hold stuff in. Correct. They weren't very robust. No, but they did have three clips on the back, not one, but three. Much for the same reason that bras have something similar, because they're holding a lot in from the front. Well, it depends. And we're getting into an area that probably we shouldn't be. This is the, the very nature of the subject of this particular episode of the show. Well, that's doing activities that we shouldn't be doing. I guess actually talking about... Listen, wearing girdle. Men wearing girdles with skinny Levi's is already something we should not be doing at this age. I promise you. We shouldn't even be talking about it. We're on message. We're so on message. We will be talking to a whole bunch of other vastly more qualified people on this subject. And I say that with great conviction because pretty much anybody who talks on this subject is vastly more qualified than we are. I'm actually waiting for the subject that we're qualified to talk about, Elliot. Have you thought of it yet? No. Has anyone suggested such a topic? No. Does such a topic exist? No. 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 So that's why we call on experts to help us out, to make us sound seemingly intelligent. Let's just throw to something Anything to get us out of this conversation. Let's get, us, let's get away from muffin tops and girdles and cumberbund. Let's play an inappropriate song. It's about, it's about space. I think my midlife crisis is over, actually, you know? I was thinking about that the other day as I drove in my new sports car on my way to the gym for the first time in a decade, having just bought some clothes that the girl at the store told me I looked sexy in. Oh, God, it's still going on, isn't it? Ladies and gentlemen, the one, the only yogi who's joining us to talk about all things that should be age-appropriate and age-inappropriate. You are the man who has all the things we should and should not be doing. Tell us. What is your insight? Well, one thing we shouldn't be doing is that if you have a root while you're overseas, you should come back to your wife and ask forgiveness. What do you think she's going to do? Well, you, <laughs> Yogi, you tell us. <laughs> she'll throw, she'll throw you out of the house. I'm already worried about how much of this is editing and how much of it's going to be content. Yeah, well, I, I unfortunately don't have much insight into that, uh, Yogi. Uh, well, no, neither do I. I understand neither that. It's all, theori- the- it's all theoretical. My observation, one thing that I've observed over the years is all these guys, they'll do all sort of things behind their wives' backs and they come back and ask forgiveness, thinking they'll be given forgiveness. But all happen is they'll end up in the divorce court. Well, that's the old story. You don't ask for permission, you beg for forgiveness. Talking about midlife crisis, we actually went to lunch after recording the previous episode and we actually saw a, a middle-aged man or a man of some years driving a very sleek Lamborghini. Is that the sort of thing you would ever do, Yogi? Yeah, if I could afford it, I would, I guess. I think yeah, we all would. Why not? Yeah, a Lamborghini is something that we'd all like to do. But with the requisite pneumatic blonde, don't you think? But is she going to be 35 or 55? That's the question. Well, 30. Are you talking about uh, cup size? <laughs> no, I'm not. I'm talking about, uh, about her age. It's all theoretical. But, um, it's all theoretical because yeah, you're happily is, married. Yeah, but it, is, um, it always makes you wonder when you see an old man with a young girl and the reasons why she's actually there. Well, Money. No, old men have money. That's a ridiculous thing to say, Ellie. It's true love. It is true love, and you know it. True love, money. That's right. (laughs) (laughs) On that special note, you do see, you know, the old fella with a young girl, and you think to yourself, you really want to get up at the age of 52 or 55 for a young kid crying. Okay, you're talking about old fella and getting up. What are you talking about? 
Please explain. Well, I'm talking about old men who marry young women. Oh, marry. Right, marry. Why would they do that? Well, because Yogi is a romantic. That's why. Old men who marry young girls and then raise children second time or even third time around. I mean, that's Why why would you? That's a whole subcategory. Okay, so look, it's all academic and theoretical because I assume you're very happily married. So let's just say... Absolutely. Absolutely. I'm I'm very happily married over 30. You know, you see a lot of guys... You don't have to lie. She doesn't listen to this show. <laughs> she could well. She I've could. never listened to the show. Either. <laughs> I've on it. You are a man of unerring taste and style. Well, this could be a sudden death syndrome situation. You realise if she does stumble onto it. Uh, well, look, I thought you were talking about the show again. I think. I think listening to Yogi, I think she'd know the type of man you are and the type of man you're not. Possibly, yeah. So getting back to old men marrying young women and then having kids. I mean. Wouldn't be the worst thing in your life to get up to a scaring baby when you're 52, 55, when you've done it once before when you were in your mid to late 20s. Um, yes, it would be. It would be. It would be unequivocally the worst thing that I think could ever happen to me. I agree. I agree. I would and, rather um, sit at home and stick red-hot needles through my <laughs> eyeballs. Because guess what? The young women, they get old too. They get older and then get rid of you because they don't want to push the old man around the mm. wheelchair and then we hit 75, 80. We had a friend, a female, and she was, uh, say, in her middle years, and her theory was you've got to get a man who's 10 years younger because that way they're never going to be a burden to you. You're not going to be pushing them around. They're going to be pushing you around as a female. Yeah, that's a pretty good theory if they can find it. <laughs> but usually, there's a, from what I understand, there's a big shortage of men. Certainly so, attractive men like the three of us. I was going to say, oh, there's, a, there's actually a great shortage of men who are willing to wheel around wheelchair-ridden women with gravity as not their friends way beyond their years. That's just it's such an inappropriate thing to say, but so correct. <laughs> Yogi, getting back to the topic at hand, because I know you're very much one for age-appropriate activities. Could you give me the top three of age-inappropriate activities for middle-aged men? I'm um, getting on a bicycle. With or without lycra? Well, it really doesn't matter, because even if you're wearing lycra, still have a heart attack or a stroke and die. Talking Life's about not going to help you. Um, but, but at least you'll look ridiculous. As well, you... some men look good in Lycra. Oh, I'm not one of them. I think you two would look lovely in Lycra. Uh, Actually, I've seen Slippery Pete in Lycra. Slippery. That's why, that's why he calls me Slippery. So have I. I'm, I'm telling you. Uh, there, <laughs> oh, no, there was therapy involved. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's number one. Number two, please. Not training all year and, and going for a jog during the city for surf. Yes, I... There's a reason why there's so many ambulances along the route. I don't want to say root because I don't know if that's appropriate for the show. So along the route. Well, it's not that type of show, Yogi. That's the next one we record. Black, Black Label. Label. You'll, right. be, you'll be on that. Will you be on our Black Label show? Yeah, maybe. <laughs> uh, Depends how this goes. Along the way. And unfortunately, um, you know, again, heart attacks and bad injuries getting hurt by people who have not trained. Jeez, you're, you're a, um, a barrel of laughs, aren't you? What's the third? I'm, I'm almost sorry to ask. I'm, <laughs> I'm about to jump out the eighth floor window here, but let's go for number three. Number three. Um... I really can't think of anything more. Okay, so early onset dementia. Oh, that happened a long time ago. It wasn't early. It was very early. <laughs> it wasn't early. It was very early. That's a line of the show. We like it. Well, we've enjoyed having you as our guest, but I've got to ask you some questions, and this is something that we're asking all the guests on the show. So, right, but I don't have to answer if I don't want to. So oh, no, um, you, you have to answer. No, 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 this is, no it's no, in no, the contract. Being an uh, angry old bastard, you don't have to do anything <laughs> I want. 
Listen, we, nego- we negotiated this with your agent and they said that he will answer anything and everything. All right, I'll tell you what, you can be evasive in your answers. Yeah, I will be. I'm sure I'll have to be knowing you too. All right, we're going we're gonna to share this. I'm going to start. Are you ready? Yeah, You've got yeah, it. Yeah. You've got to go without thinking. All right, no pause. Here we go. What happened to you this week that reminded you that you are, in fact, middle-aged? I was in Brisbane and I was in Brisbane. Anyway, next question. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Yogi, plus or minus how many kilos to your ideal weight? My ideal weight? Yes. Ideal weight. My ideal weight of a, of a, of a lady or? No, no, no. Your <laughs> ideal weight. Plus or minus? I think many- that's the perfect answer, Elliot. <laughs> next question, please. Okay, yes or no? This is simple. Do you use products to mask grey hair? No, because I don't have any. (laughs) (laughs) We're talking about on your head. We we know you manscape. We're talking about on your head. No, I don't. I don't. Okay, next question. What physical activity do you do that you probably shouldn't at this age? None. (laughs) Okay, Yogi, last (laughs) question. That's very boring. Your questions, you've been evasive as we expected, but as always, there's a kernel or kernel of genius in all of them. Final question. What do you miss most about the good old days? Um, Not having social uh, media. I think social media is the most intrusive, destructive thing that's ever been created. So you're not active on social media at all? I am very active. (laughs) (laughs) That's what I mean because I'm doing so much traction. No, but it just interferes in our lives and it's invasive and you can't be anonymous, can't do things without being caught out and being doubted and all these things. I think there's too much intrusion in our lives. Can I ask a a kind of a a curious question? If you don't like it, why are you on it? Uh, It's addictive. (laughs) Hating social media as you do and yet finding it uh, an almost imperative to out things about yourself. No, I'm not outing things about myself. I'm just saying it's it's very invasive into people's lives. Do you want an opportunity to out something? I feel like you've got something brilliant. Say it, Yogi. Say it, baby. You know you you want to, Yogi. Do it. You want me to to out something about myself? Yes. We're giving you the forum. Do it. it. I love love the two of you. (laughs) And that is a perfect way to end the segment. I knew it. Yogi, you have been... A highlight of so many people that we've spoken to. You are one of the, the most intelligent, incisive, and insane people we've ever spoken to, and we love you for it. And he loves it's us, and yet he and he says he's never heard this. He's never listened to the show before. So. I've never listened to the show, and I don't think I'll ever listen to it. Thank you for your honesty. It hurts, but thank you. <laughs> we will now cut you off, Yogi. See you, boy. You are the man. See you later. Bye. Bye. After midnight. We're going to let it all hang out After midnight We're going to chill and shine We're going to cause talk and suspicion Give an exhibition Find out what it is all lay back After midnight Ladies and gentlemen of the Midlife Crisis Show, it is legendary comic genius, Mr. George Smilovich. I went to the supermarket the other day, and I went to the, you know I went to the checkout counter, and they asked me whether I wanted to tap, swipe, or insert. And I said, like, <laughs> I haven't got time to tap or swipe; I'll just insert. How'd that go down? Oh, you know, pretty good. Got a date out of it. Anyway. And you always have to pay for it. That's the point. Always have to pay. You have to pay somehow. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, I'm very honoured and uh, slightly scared to introduce Dr. Joe Thomas. And Joe is not only 
better educated, smarter, much better looking than me. He's also a bloody better squash player than me, and it pisses me off. <laughs> That's the segment for this week. <laughs> what pisses Pete off is losing in squash to Dr. Joe. That's right. Not because he's a better squash player, but because the chicks all think he's much more handsome. Exactly. That and the fact that the only one time Joe has ever hit me, obviously accidentally, I hope it was accidentally, Joe, in the mouth, and I thought, oh, that's okay. It's okay because I'm playing with a general practitioner. He's going to know what to do. And he said, you okay? And that's it. <laughs> yeah, and moved on. And yeah. moved on. Yeah. That's right. Are you okay? Give me your Medicare card. <laughs> that's right. No, he's not like that. He's, he's a highly respected general practitioner. Of course. He'll send you the bill later. <laughs> that's right. Joe, thank you so much for coming on the show today. Uh, we just, as a GP, and obviously you see people of all ages and stages, what are the sorts of things in your opinion and experience that middle-aged people should be doing or things they should not be doing? Wow, that's a broad question, but uh, I suppose should be doing, without a doubt. I think by the time we hit late 40s to early 60s, we've probably got, for most people, a little bit of catch-up on our health in that we've uh, got a little bit of misspent youth there, maybe a little bit of excess hanging around our side. So without a doubt, um, getting into some regular rhythms of exercise absolutely important you're being very kind what you're saying is that by the time we reach 45 we're fat <laughs> that's right you pretty can, much yeah. it's a bit like the australian government ads of the uh the guy walking up towards the camera and the years are flying by and his uh his height hasn't changed but his girth is getting progressively larger <laughs> i don't know about you but i feel very comfortable that my shoe size never changes irrespective of what happens with my with my pants you see how quickly he diverted away from the word girth is <laughs> <laughs> a race to the bottom as elliot says joe yeah yeah that's right that's let, right joe let me ask you this i oh, forgive me dr joe let me ask you this a man 50 who's on blood pressure meds, who's on cholesterol meds. This is a friend of Elliot's, by yeah, the Yeah, this is a friend of mine who 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 nobody knows. He's not charging for this, by the way, Elliot, so be brief. Okay. Who Who is larger around the girth. And larger than life. Not scared to run, you know, scared enough to run away from that word. Should he be doing full contact karate three times a week? He's not naming names, though. Um, look, that's a good question. I think it also depends on what his baseline is. If he has been doing something... Um, you know, full, full contact karate. If he's been doing something similar for a while, he's probably got a level of fitness up, which is no, no, he doesn't. He doesn't. Like he really. Yeah, doesn't. I'd, I'd be, su I'd be suggesting he builds up to it. I would presume full contact karate is going to be quite exertional, and um, as a consequence, it's going to put a bit of strain on him. So, I, look, it's a broad question. Again, I'd be suggesting it's really important to uh, have a chat to your local doctor. Isn't that typical for a doctor? Straight away starts suggesting that we talk to other doctors, you see? <laughs> Can't anybody ever just give you advice without saying, no, I think you need to have a referral? I'd be suggesting build up to it. That'd, that'd be the answer. I'll, I'll tell him. It. I'll tell no, him act, what you said. You'll tell this, act. air quotes, friend of Elliot's. <laughs> <laughs> like, like that doctor I know. He had a patient. He gave him six months to live. He couldn't pay the bill, so he gave him another six months. <laughs> <laughs> That's called a payment plan, I think. So we actually, Joe and I actually know a chap who's 79, and he plays squash every day. Wow. And he's quite uh, proud of that, and it's rightly, he should be. He said he's, he goes to see his doctor, and the doctor says to him, whatever you're doing, keep doing it. So squash, even though he's 79, and he plays with other people of the same age, so they're not exactly thrashing themselves on the squash court. 
But the fact they're playing squash at all at 79 is a fantastic achievement, and the doctor encourages it. Almost and he's like at the gym for, uh, I think, about 45 minutes before the squash. Well, that's day. right, exactly. So he does gym and then squash yeah. on the same day. He's, he's a disgrace. It's un-Australian, if you ask me. And his doctor says, just keep on doing it, which is kind of like that old line of, doctor, it hurts when I do this. Well, don't do that. <laughs> so keep doing it. Are, are you, have you just asked Joe on the show to use all these lame doctor jokes? No, I actually asked you to invite Joe on the show <laughs> so that I could use all these lame doctor jokes. I think it's working just fine. Joe, I apologize. I, I think I'm, I'm here to, to hear your high level opinions and thoughts. Are we doing a lot that we shouldn't be doing? I mean, what is if you wanted to do a sweeping generalisation across those of us that are suffering in the midlife, say 45 to 65, who are conducting themselves with physical activities that probably are pushing the envelope most, what would you say to those people? Look, I, I think, it, especially for men, it's good to get a checkup from time to time. Men, men, are, men are the worst about it. We, uh, we tend to um, get our self-esteem from what we do. And so sometimes uh, when the self-esteem isn't great, we just do what we do continuously and ignore everything else. I think the sedentary lifestyle is probably the biggest killer, not just physically, but also mentally for mental health. So I think being active is really important. So my additional advice to that would be have a checkup from time to time. Simple things like checking your blood pressure, uh, checking your height-weight ratios, checking your, your vascular profile in terms of your cholesterol and just other factors letting your doctor go through the family history, just some basic preventative stuff is simple. The answer is wear what you like, eat what you like, do what you like, but go to your doctor for approval. No, but do, it, do, it in, <laughs> do it in moderation. I think Elliot would be a bad patient, Joe. I think going to the doctor is a little bit like the personal trainer. You know what you should do. It's good to have some accountability. There it is. Go to your doctor so they'll tell you that everything you're doing is wrong. As opposed, as opposed to going to the doctor to play squash, you know what you should be doing. You just simply can't do it. Yeah, that can be that too. Do doctors give, um, you know, as a general rule, is there any part of the Hippocratic Oath where you feel compelled to advise people not to wear Lycra when they're riding bikes? <laughs> like if they're above a certain BMI, you know, there's a BMI level for Lycra in public? On a bicycle? There probably should be laws, but um, yeah, it's probably just out of our skill set to be advising on those things. Laws of nature. The laws of nature. Unfortunately, the doctors don't police those laws where, where Lycra is concerned. Yeah, they're, they're just focused on keeping uh, people alive, small things like that. Clients. Clients alive. <laughs> best, best to keep clients alive, I, I think. It's always good to have return business. Joe, thank you so much for your time. Appreciate it. And uh, as it, raising the tone of, of the discussion here and, and giving us uh, professional insights that, uh, that I think are very important. Should we ask Joe the questions? We can ask Joe the questions. What do you think, Joe? You up for being asked a few questions without notice? Yeah, for sure. They're very candid questions. You must give immediate and unconsidered honest answers. Are you okay, ready? Okay, okay. Now, now I feel scared. And the more silly, the better, Joe. Okay, okay. What happened to you this week that reminded you that you are, in fact, middle-aged? When I was playing a 26-year-old on the squash court on Saturday morning and was kidding myself thinking I was going to win on the fifth set. <laughs> Can I actually tell you, talk, talking about squash stories, I played a guy a couple of weeks ago who's 20 years younger than me and I beat him. Uh, 
that's why we do it. He only had one leg. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> and he didn't have a racket. But other than that, it was a fair competition. Plus or minus how many kilos to your ideal weight? Oh, Joe's, uh, dis Joe's disgustingly in good shape. It just I need count. to be minus five so I can move around that squash court a bit better. Oh, that, don't, please don't. That's That'd be even more humiliating for like me. Sounded like a challenge to Pete. <laughs> that's right, exactly. Okay, go on. With me, three. it's putting a, a number one in front of that five. Yes or no, do you use products to mask grey hair? No, I'm too lazy. <laughs> That's a great answer. How many teeth are missing or have been replaced? Um, I've had eight teeth removed wow. because uh, that, you was, win. that was that was before I had uh, braces. More teeth than my mouth could handle. My goodness. Well, you yeah. you're just an overachiever. What physical activity do you do that you probably shouldn't? Okay, so look, I have got some lycra. I do put some shorts on top of it. So I, I walk with a mate on Tuesday morning straight after. Do you, do you wear the lycra under the shorts to make you feel pretty? Um, it's <laughs> is that like, like so wearing, darn cold in the morning. Is that like, like wearing moment. lacy lingerie? <laughs> You're just keeping the boys warm. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. That is important. Ah, from a medical standpoint. Okay, final question. Here we go. So what do you miss about the good old days, Joe? I don't miss anything about the good old days. I think they're overrated. Mm. I think it's all ahead of us. It's wow. an issue of perspective. That's very inspirational. And that's uplifting. That's way too uplifting for this show. Yeah, I just, I'm, I totally don't know where to go. For <laughs> exactly. Well, you've got us flummoxed, Joe. Hang on a minute. Hang on. I got nothing. <laughs> <laughs> Dr. Joe Thomas, thank you so much. You've given a lot to the show. We really appreciate it. That's good. Thanks, mate. All the best. See ya. Bye. Bye. I'd like to tell you fellas who are in the prime of life, you're getting old, son. You're getting old If your nerves have had it with your dear sweet nagging wife You must admit it, you're getting old If once you walked up flights of stairs with quite a lot of ease And now you get all wheezy crawling up on hands and knees And you've given up your reading all about the birds and bees You're getting old, son, you're getting old So, Anne? Yeah. Thank you for being part of the Midlife Crisis Show. I know you've just woken up from a sleep, which is probably appropriate given the subject we're about to talk to you about. We're going to talk to you today, and we're going to ask your, your insights, because I know you have many, about things that you are doing that you really shouldn't be doing at your age. Okay. So what, what are the things that you do that at, at uh, your young age you shouldn't be doing? I was going to say the things that my kids say I shouldn't be doing. So yeah. I'm definitely not allowed to go out on a Thursday night and listen to bands. And heaven forbid I ever went on a Wednesday night to the pub and bumped into one of my kids who was also listening to a band. That would be so can I ask, unforgivable. So if you went out on a Monday, Tuesday or Friday nights, that would be okay? It's just the, the Wednesday, no, Thursday? No, no, no. Mon as long as I'm not where they are. What about those parents who like to go out with their kids to see really age-inappropriate live bands playing in venues completely surrounded by 18 to 21-year-olds? Yeah. In their 50s, should they be doing Forgiven. that? Forgiven. Oh, no, I would never be allowed. My kids would never forgive never, me. Never, ever. Are you saying that you, you just said something that you would not be allowed? I'm not allowed. Who's the boss? I'm not allowed. And who's and the I'm boss? In my house. Yes. Uh, I'm just trying to work that one out. <laughs> it's the cat, isn't it's a, it? It's a simple question with no easy answer. Yeah. 
Well, don't you remember when you lived with your parents and they drove you mad, so you left? Yeah, well, that's actually a good point. It hasn't now stopped. Now I live with my kids, they drive me mad and I want to go. <laughs> <laughs> Hang on a minute. Is there supposed to be some point where they stop driving you mad after you've moved out? Because I, no. I haven't come to that yet. <laughs> oh, really? I just think that in the end, they're just going to make me move out like my parents did. So you think that's their strategy? Well, it worked for my parents. <laughs> so what do you do that you're not supposed to do? I'm definitely not allowed to wear tight jeans. You're definitely not allowed to wear yeah, tight jeans. Yeah, you know jeans. those skinny jeans? I like the ones I have on right now. <laughs> uh, yes, I do. Now, we talked, about, we talked about that earlier, Anne. I mean, what are your thoughts about wearing skinny jeans with a girdle? I think that works fine, as long as no one sees the girdle. Because that's the trick. So they have to be skinny, high-cut jeans. Mm. What about men with the girdle and the skinny jeans? Or so? any type of jeans, for that matter. You're not supposed to see the girdle. So or any, any kind of... As long of as you don't see it after. As long Afterwards. as you get home... You Slip into the bathroom, take the girdle off. So you're, you're thinking that's not going to make your toes curl to be with a man who's wearing a girdle? No, it would be okay if I didn't know he was wearing a girdle. Oh, I probably. see. Well, that's that's subterfuge, don't you think? Isn't, isn't trust and honesty the cornerstone of any successful one-night stand? Yeah, so's a push-up bra. <laughs> yes. Hang on a minute. A push-up bra is the cornerstone of uh, any good one-night stand, or? Well, I'm sure. <laughs> yeah. No, you've heard. A friend of yours has told you, right? Do you want them high or low? <laughs> <laughs> I, I think bikinis. That's another shouldn't do when you go to the beach with your kids. So if they've agreed to go out with you, agreed to go for a swim at the beach. Mm. There's acceptable swimwear and non-acceptable Look, this keeps coming back to your kids, Anne. As I say, it's like... like well, who else I... tells you what you shouldn't do? Well, that's isn't that the whole point? Oh, you think society... Isn't that one of the whole benefits of being in your middle years? Yeah. You can you can decide what the hell you want to do without anyone telling you well, what not it. to do. So I forgot society was supposed to tell me. I don't listen to society. Well, that's why okay. the hell do you listen to your kids? <laughs> why do you listen to your kids? It's like, yeah. what do they know? I've got a theory that only you only listen to 10% of what children tell you because the rest of it's rubbish. Because, unfortunately, then you'd have to sneak out of your house on the way out. You remember being with your parents sneaking out so they didn't <laughs> stop you on the way? I was a good boy. I never snuck out. I never oh. came home. I was never allowed back in. <laughs> That's right. They changed, <laughs> Elliot's parents changed the locks. Every time I left, they rented my room out. I'd go out for an evening to the movies. I'd come home and there'd be some other guy living there. He said, I'm going to wow. try that with my kids. Uh, well, no, I just, you know, I kept sleeping on the couch. And Elliot's got a split personality as a result. He doesn't know who he is. <laughs> I'm the only one in the family that can come and go at the same time. <laughs> but that's next week's that's show. That's next week's um, show. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> He's got nothing. He's got nothing. You're a, you're a perplexing woman, Anne. That definitely makes you an important part of the midlife crisis show. Okay, and now I'm, yeah, you've got to think about society, not my kids. Well, as, as Andrew Denton always said, society is to blame. I think that's the thing. As we age, we, we listen to society less. So we don't worry about all those things society tells us not to do. But unfortunately, our kids' voice gets louder. The voice gets louder, but it's true. There, there is a point in your life, and it could be different for everybody, that once you reach 50, any time after that, there's a moment when you just don't give a shit anymore what anybody thinks you know, about anything. You know the three-second rule when you drop something on the floor, Anne? Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Just remember the, the 10% rule with your kids. 90% okay. of what they say is rubbish, okay? Don't right. listen to them. That's my suggestion. Yeah, it's probably overstated as yeah. well. And thank you for waking up. Are you awake by, for that? Yeah, I, I haven't made it out of bed. But yeah. Oh, okay. Next All week. Right.
I did wake up. Thank you so much no for problem. your insights. You will be on the show again because you are very good value. Okay. Bye. Have a good day. Bye. Thanks, Anne. My question, Elliot, is how on earth we've kept this to under three or four hours? Because there are so many things we shouldn't be doing that we are doing at our advanced age. I think we've avoided successfully mentioning the things that we're probably most embarrassed about, which would go to make up most of what we do. You've got me intrigued now. What are those things? Well, I open my eyes in the morning and it just doesn't stop. (laughs) That's right, the humiliation. From that moment, from the moment that I throw one leg out of bed, everything I do from that point is inappropriate to my age for the rest of the day. Everything. You you should make sure you connect your leg before you throw it out. There it is, see? Even before I've started, you've identified something else I'm doing wrong. There are so many things you're doing right, and this episode has been one of those things you've done right today. Well, this is therapy, really. You know, I'm talking about, I'm airing the problems. I'm throwing it out there to get some advice. Uh, and, and really all that I've managed to achieve is a, a lot of affirmation that everything I already knew about what I was doing wrong was right. Um, and so our next episode is Jewish Mother Guilt. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> that was just a little window into next week's show. What are we talking about next week? Hang who, on a minute. I have to knows? look it up on the website. Who knows? Has anybody been to the website lately? Why aren't they in mum jokes? That's what I want to know. Why are they always dad jokes get such a bad? Because mums know exactly when to stop talking. And mums are much smarter than how do they know when to stop talking? How? I don't know. Okay. <laughs> Middle-aged sex. Should we just give it a rest? Enough is enough. We've reproduced enough already. Middle-aged sex? Who are we going to talk to? Who's going to be... <laughs> Middle-aged, Middle-aged sex. sex. Is it overrated? Okay. All right. <laughs> Next week, we're talking about middle-aged sex. Is it overrated? Is it unnecessary? Is it happening? Is it... No, I just... No, just middle-aged sex. Just middle-aged sex. We're going to leave it open. We're we're leaving it completely open. We're going to cast a net far and wide. We want your participation. And that's metaphorically (laughs) and... No, 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 no. We want your participation. Let's leave it open. Is that that the Black Label show? Just any way that the audience wants to get involved will be okay. See you then.